0: You're listening to 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz. Thanks for joining us once again. And over the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a build-up to Challenge Roth. I mentioned last week that it had taken place, another resounding success. But uh, now Mark Wolf's recovered a little bit from doing the event himself. He's back with us now on 32GI Sports Nutrition. Mark, straight away, how was it?
1: It was incredible. It's uh, probably the most amazing event uh, I've ever, first of all, I've been there as a spectator, it's been the most amazing event and now as a participant, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, I don't think you can top that. I don't think you can ever top that.
0: Well, Mark, coming to us uh, over Skype uh, this week, Mark, you raced it uh, yourself. I know you didn't have the race you'd hoped for, you had a little bit of an incident, but just talk us through how your race went.
1: Yeah, my race was good. I was hoping for a anywhere between nine fifteen, maybe nine thirty. So, I mean, I was definitely in condition for that. Um, uh, I hadn't raced the course at Roth before. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's it's a course that does bring a little surprises if you don't know the course very well. Um, yeah, I had a decent swim. Uh, you know, obviously, you got a lot of nerves going out. And uh, I actually started off in the sub-9-hour group, which is an awesome group to start off with. Uh, you start with all the elite athletes, so you really get kicked and punched in the, in that group. There's quite a bit of an aggressive swimming nature uh, in there. Um and then, yeah, when I came out of uh, transition, unfortunately, I was knocked off my bike by one of the other athletes. Um, it landed up, you know, my foot landed on the big chain ring, ended up with quite a severe cut underneath and a little bit of a toenail missing uh, in the corner. So I rode with a little bit of pain for two hours, but there was no ways I was, I was going to stop. I mean, you're there, you want to get to the finish line. And uh, I actually enjoyed it. It was amazing. The bike course is incredible. Um, it 's not as flat and, and uh, as as many people okay. think There's there is quite a, a amount of climbing it 's quite technical there 's no long time trial sections for sure. I mean the minute you actually get into a nice comfort zone on in a, in a time trial position, eventually you have to turn off and you go through little villages here and there and through little forest sections, but all in all it 's an incredibly beautiful. Um, and it is quite fast. I mean, if you're a strong cyclist, you can turn it into quite a fast bike leg. I came onto the run and uh, started off very well, but unfortunately, uh, and running is my thing, but uh, I think that little fall on the bike, it really uh, hurt my leg, and uh, I just couldn't hold what I wanted to. Uh, I was in a little bit of pain, and I thought to myself, well, you know, you've know, got to do the best that you can, and I just pushed through it, sucked it up and pushed through it, but that's long-distance racing. You know, anything can happen on the day. It's a It's a very long day out, the run course is absolutely—it's beautiful, but also mentally challenging because you can see very, very far into the distance. You run right most of the time. You're running alongside a canal, and it's a very straight sort of a run. You only peel off in certain sections—one through a town, sort of one through a forest—and it's. Uh, but most of the time, you can actually see the distance that you're running. So mentally, it, it can be quite challenging. Um, and the run is also on—it's uh, on a gravel surface. Uh, the Germans have actually re they've resurfaced the entire area of the canal so it's actually quite awesome that they've spent so much money in actually getting it fixed up uh, but it is still gravel but you know some people say it's a bit soft on the legs it's easy on the legs so it's a bit of a combination of, of that, a little bit of tar here or there some cobblestones in the in the old city and then uh, obviously um, some uh, asphalt you know in, in, in other areas and uh, and you run through the forest a little bit the, you know, I, when I enter race like this, I mean, because we are the official nutrition sponsors, I'm looking at everything from a nutrition perspective. And to me, that's very critical because I need to experience what the athlete is experiencing en route to see that we actually can, um, you know, to see if we can better it or to see if we can add some more value to, to what we're currently doing. And I must say that the feeding tables, first of all, on the bike course, were absolutely brilliant. I mean, it was just, it was very, very slick there's no ways an athlete would actually miss his nutrition, not be able to get rid of bottles, not be able to take on new bottles. It was incredibly well done. The spacing was good. Um, the litter zones were really spread out very, very well in order to be able to get rid of anything on the bike. And on the run course, I mean, you're looking at uh, water tables every two and a half kilometers, lining both sides of the, of the, of the, of the, of the run route. And they have every single possible thing you can imagine. I mean, from the 32 GR perspective, I mean, we left magnesium even on the run route just in case people wanted. But uh, I mean, they've got everything that you could possibly want um, as far as a, as a run course goes. And uh, I must say the one thing that makes Roth absolutely incredible are the 6,000 volunteers that actually give away their time to make this event happen. It is absolutely unbelievable. They've been doing it so, so many years. They have got it really down packed, and the support that these guys give it, all the water tables and the marshaling and everywhere on route, you, on route you, just, you can't not but realize that this is a world-class event. And, and, you want, and, you, and, you know, people ask, what kind of an event is it? And when you know that Roth is, Challenge Roth has one triathlon of the year, the last four years in a row, uh, you know exactly why. Uh, it's just a, to me, it's one of the pinnacle triathlons you could possibly ever
0: do. Well, Felix, uh, in the podcast we did a couple of weeks ago, I'll put the link up to that, he talked about the incredible uh, sort of element that volunteers bring, and not just volunteers, everyone in and around the towns who sort of take athletes into their houses because there's not enough accommodation. You talked about having been there as a spectator. Now you are on the other side, experiencing what is almost second to none. I know you've raced all over the world. But uh, what was it like being a competitor with those amazing crowds around you? Well, I think
1: crowd support is incredible. Um, the one thing that I tell people that gave me absolute shivers was riding up uh, Solara Bag, which is Solar Hill. Uh, 60,000 people standing on this hill. Um, it's like a Tour de France of triathlon, if you want to call it. And you, you ride straight through this crowd. I mean, there's there's literally no space. You're talking like millimeters on either side of your bike um it's absolutely incredible it's not such a quick hill as people think it it does need a little bit of a steep climb but uh, i don't mind the hills um and the one thing that really gave me a lot of pride was actually at uh, as you get towards the top of solarberg was a big 32 gi uh, banner right over the road a nice arch right over the road which i got to ride under and when you think about where we came from to where we are today it's just uh you know that, that was just the most incredible experience that I had. That uh, you know, and a lot of pride, obviously, for what we've uh, been able to achieve with the organisation to date. But the the spectator support is incredible. I mean, Solo Solo Hill is definitely one of the, it's probably one of the most iconic climbs in the triathlon world globally, um, because of the spectator support and the experience. You actually ride up it twice. You do two loops through there, and then. Um, when you come through each of the villages there's there's a lot of special things going on in each of the villages that you ride through uh, you know restaurants are full pubs are full and people are there all day cheering and spectating uh, another area is when you ride through the Hippostan side you go through something called the Biermau where you've got 1.6 kilometers of beer taverns on each side all the Germans drinking having fun playing music and just the, the, the spectatorship and the encouragement of the crowds is incredible and if you want to know why it's a world record-breaking course i mean it's not obviously yes it boils down to extreme talent but the amount of support that an athlete gets on route can absolutely drive him very quickly to that finish line and when you finish those last five or six kilometers to be honest when you're running that marathon i mean all you're thinking about is getting to the finish but those last five or six kilometers is where there is incredible crowd support um uh, through the main uh, uh city of Roth and uh, in and about and it, it just really pushes you and spurs you on to the finish line and it, it was amazing. And then obviously you know coming to the finish line in the stadium. They've they've built a beautiful stadium which accommodates thousands of people and you know to do to do a sort of a it's a lap of, of victory to get to the finish line, I mean that is uh again, it's it's you know what better way is there to finish an event than that? It's absolutely incredible. Um a really amazing event, and then obviously the pinnacle of it is the is the closing ceremony, which is. Uh, phew, I don't know how much they spend on burning fireworks, but it's the most incredible firework to music display. Every single athlete is packed in that stadium, and it's really is a good uh, 45 minutes of an uh, you know of, of uh, incredible. Uh, sort of uh, crowd support, uh, volunteer support, um, athlete support, everybody standing in the stadium together celebrating the day at Ross, celebrating all the hurdles that everybody's overcome and actually uh, leaving that event with the biggest high that you could ever possibly leave an event with. And it's quite incredible because immediately after that finishes, you've got a 1,000 people queuing up. Uh, to physically take entries for next year's event they sleep out there the entire night so that the next morning when the entry just opens up those thousand entries that are given away those people are they drive from all over the place even athletes go they sleep there the whole night waiting for the next day in order to be able to get entries they get given numbers so that nobody pushes in the queue of course Uh, but that's how popular this event is
0: and the actual entries the sort of online entries sold out in next to no time for 2017 didn't they
1: Well, thousands of entries online that went live uh, on uh, Monday morning, which was yesterday uh, I think it was 10CT I think you're talking 10 to 20 seconds, they were sold out immediately Um, there's not an event that sells out that quickly, it's just incredible, but once you've experienced the event, whether you've been a spectator or whether you've been an athlete you will just realise what kind of an event this actually is, and it's just it's just amazing that that there's a family here where the father he did something which was incredible by bringing all the communities and the towns together, which people didn't think was possible. He he did something amazing, and and now um, with Felix uh, and Catherine and their mom, it's just been they've taken this event to a, a different level every single year. Um, And I must say, if if anything, in in honor of what their father started, these guys have just really done an incredible job. And it's amazing. I mean, if people say to me, you know, what triathlon should I do if I'm going to do a European one? I can only think of one. I mean, there's plenty uh, triathlons in Europe to do. But if you want to do something that's iconic and memorable that you will never, ever forget for the rest of your life, Roth is the one to do.
0: Now, Mark, uh, even though tickets are sort of sold out, I know uh, for 2016 you guys had some slots that you were giving away. Will 32GI be doing the same thing in 2017?
1: Look, we, uh, we've got, we we've got a lot of South Africans that want to go to Roth. Um, we, we're going to try and see what we can do. Um, we, we've we got some slots set aside, but in all the honesty, they get taken up very, very quickly, and, and they're very, very limited. Um, but it would be nice to try and grow the South African contingent uh, in Roth. I think that a lot of South Africans want to do it, but a lot of them just either couldn't be bothered on trying to get into the event or are just stuck with the local events. Unfortunately there is only one full distance course in South Africa and I am just saying to South Africans that maybe there's an option to, to go overseas to Roth. So yes, we are going to try and see how many we can get overseas next year. And I'm hoping it will have the biggest South African contingent at Roth Next year, then, in, in sort of in 2017, that's ever taken uh, place before.
0: Well, brilliant. And Mark, fantastic uh, effort at Challenge Roth this year. And and thanks for giving us a a feel of what it was like to be in that race and actually uh, enjoy it from a competitor point of view. So Challenge Roth, if you haven't done it, if you haven't thought about it, to go and look. But for myself, uh, Mr. Active David Katz and Mark Wolf on 32GI Sports Nutrition, we'll catch up with you again next week. Do tune in in August because we're looking at everything fat. We're going to have you covered. So August is fat month.